Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Welcome back to Lash Girls Need Love Too. This is your host, Italia. And Crystal. And today we are doing an updated Q&A from the first one we ever did back in December. So these Q&As are going to be eight months apart. So if you haven't listened to the first one we did, you can go ahead and listen to that now and then come back December 1st. (laughs) Yeah, come back and listen to this one so you can have like an insight of how much a difference eight months can make. We're both still growing and we're both still have goals. So like we're not at our end goal at all. But like it's it's kind of cool to see how much both of us have grown. So yeah, if you haven't listened to that, go go do that and then come back. So the first question is how long did it take for you to be booked out? And this is like fully booked, whatever you consider fully booked. So first, what do you consider fully booked? Well, fully booked is like like how many days a week and how many clients a day? Um, well, it's kind of weird right now because I'm trying to have available time for PMU too when I start doing that. So my schedule is going to be a little different anyways. But like if I was doing lashes full time, it would be like five days with four, maybe five clients, but like something around there. Um, and I, when I, when we did the Q and A back then, I was just freshly starting. I can't even remember how many people I was maybe working like I don't know I probably had like 15 clients total of the whole month so it's very it was very different from me back then I am nowhere near fully booked out yet I would say I need probably maybe 15 clients to be kind of where I want with having an extra day to do permanent makeup a week so it's taken me about I'll say this. It's taken me probably about six months to be. It took me from July to maybe like January, February to be consistently making something that I could live on. Mm-hmm. Um, and now obviously it continues to grow every month. So six months really to get a good booking clientele, a consistent booking clientele. And now I'm just continuing to grow off that into, you know, where I want to be, which is fully booked out. So I'm almost there. I would say hopefully by the end of this year, I could be fully booked out. Um, so how many clients a day? Four, maybe five. It just depends. Like everything with business, it's like forever changing of what you really want. So like right now, I consistently take at least three people a day. I've been, which I wasn't, like I'd never had days that were like full. So now that I have at least four, sometimes I've had six people in one day. Um, so like I'm kind of around three to four, but I don't know if I'd want to. I kind of just have to feel how I want my schedule, kind of feel it out. But okay, as of right like, now, it's like for three us, to four. We can always change it. Yeah. So like right now it's like three to four, but there's one week that I always have in a month that's like less than all the other weeks. And then usually all the other weeks are pretty full, but so I still have like one week I could fill of clientele until I'm like pretty full. And then I can kind of reevaluate exactly what I want my schedule to be to determine how much more I can take. 
So are you fully booked out, Atalia? <laughs> um, no. So for me, I don't know what my, like, technically what my definition of fully booked yeah, out yeah. is. Um, <laughs> the only reason I say that is because, like you said, it's forever changing. Yeah. And it's like one day it's like this, one day it's like that. Um, so, like. What, some- you're, what you want is forever changing. And what you yeah. think, what you want to handle is forever changing yeah I feel like some days in some months I just have more energy and then others I'm kind of like this is too much for me right now mm-hmm. um you know and also depends what the other stuff you have going on in your life so like for me um I think that like I used to say like maybe four a day which would still be fine but I think five max I think I I mean I'm kind of used to it now after by after going through so much stuff like PMU school yeah. and all the stuff that I was doing at the moment it made it kind of like built my stamina so it's like I feel like I could really just do five a day and that'd be cool for me um I don't really like doing more than that to be honest but um there are days where I do six people or more than that um so you know it also depends because it, it you know are you counting just lash people are you counting lash lifts and yeah. brow services as well, well how many people just an a day? appointment yeah um one appointment and but the thing is it's like I wouldn't say four or five if I'm if two or three of them is just a brow wax because that's well so yeah cool. you that, know what I, mean? I don't so that's why the I'm brow saying, waxes, but um, like like a service of like a lift or, yeah. or a lamination and stuff yeah so that's what i'm saying it kind of yeah. just depends on what services we're talking though also yeah. so that's why it's kind of hard to say how many um because that's kind of forever changing like i could do eight people if it's like five mm. lashes and three brow axes that's yeah. not a big deal for me like yeah you know um so it kind of just depends on what we're talking but um I am definitely a lot booked out than I was before, even She's though before it was like, yeah. So I used to really do like four people a day and that was cool. And then like now most days I'm doing six or seven, but again, that can be like a brow wax. Well, how many without one. the brow, brow waxes? It's like five a day. Five or six. Yeah. yeah. It can be five or six. And that's, just and that's five days a week. Like every day is like that. It's Monday through Thursday. Um, I would say I never have less than four people though. Yeah. Um, and most of the time it's five at least. Um, and then I have Fridays are off and then Sundays I don't take clients. I do trainings and stuff on Sundays now though, but I don't take clients on yeah. Sundays. So, and then I work every other Saturday, I at least work two Saturdays a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say four have you or kept five days that like, you've kept that like that? Um, yes, it may not be every other, like sometimes like this month I took the first and the last Saturday off. So I'm mm-hmm. working the two middle Saturdays, yeah. but I only work two though, yeah. but, um, they may not be every other. So sometimes that's not very consistent and it just depends on what plans I have for friends' birthdays and stuff. Yeah. And that's the reason that changes. Do um, you have, do you still have short Saturdays or are they long Saturdays? Um, I don't do short Saturdays anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all my Saturdays are long now yeah. and it kind of sucks because I do miss getting off earlier yeah. um like yesterday I worked 10 to 6 um that's an eight-hour shift um so you know I had I think I had six people um it kind of sucks because again like I used to get off at like 2 a 3 p.m I would work like 10 to 2 10 to 3 um but now I'm working 10 to 6 on a Saturday but you know I do have two other Saturdays that I have fully off some Sundays I do have fully off rarely anymore though and then um as well as it's kind of I'm at the point where a lot of my clients cannot come if I want my last appointment to be at five yeah. um, a lot of them can't come at five because they get off at five and they yeah. have to drive 30 minutes or more 
So I either have to do later appointments during the week or they have to come on a Saturday and I have to fit more people in the Saturday. So you don't consider that as after hours anymore? Like that's your appointment time as a 6.15? Um, yeah. So I kind of got to the point where like the 6.15s were starting to get very needed. And this is the point where, yeah, you can say, listen, I don't do 6.15 appointments and those people just can't be your clients or you can adjust. And that's kind of totally up to you as a business owner, what you or lash artist period of what you like hours you want to work and stuff. Um, However, I don't really come in early anymore i start at 11 yeah um so basically 11 to 7 is an eight hour shift um before i didn't like doing 6 15 because i was coming in at 10 um uh, or like 9 30 yeah but now that i'm mostly consistently coming in at 11 instead of like 10 or 9 i getting off at you know taking a 6 15 appointment may, may, might make me get off at 7 15 if it's just a fill yeah so that's basically an eight hour shift so yeah that's the reason why i've been a little bit more lenient with my 6 15 and not really consider them as after hours anymore um just because I, and then i had a like a big wave of people who 6 15 just worked better than the 5 p.m yeah. um because a lot of them saying well 5 30 would work but then it's like I would rather take a five and a six fifteen and do two yeah. people than to just take a five thirty and do one person and then have a gap, a little yeah. short gap where I could only do a brow wax if that. So it's kind of one of those things where my my schedule is kind of weird and it it does like shift, but it shifts in a way that isn't very apparent to my clients where they're like, why does your schedule keep changing? You know, yeah, like it it does change but they don't really realize it yeah um in the sense of whatever's available on the site is just whatever's available and that depends on how soon you pre-book and all that kind of stuff so So you've just made your days longer and you're and you're more booked out with what you had in your availability back then so yeah and that's the thing yeah it just changes your availability your what you're willing to do what you're comfortable with doing um and again you don't want to overbook yourself because if you feel like you're starting to suck because you're so your hands or your mind or your brain is just so tired that now you feel like you have no outlook of what shape you can even create like that's just not okay so i got to the point where so instead of being booked out you just made more (laughs) availability options Well, like, okay, I had my booked as like four people a day. Yeah. That was maxed out always. Yeah. And then like I started getting a good amount of new people like requests. And I was like, you know, do I want to just make my hours more strict? Um, instead of accommodating people, meaning instead of saying like, Oh, you can come at 10 if that works better for you. I said, No, my hours are eleven and my last appointment I can do a six fifteen appointment yeah. because the appointment before is five PM. Um, but I've had a lot of better breaks in between my people. Um, I'm not really doing many back to back appointments. So like I have thirty minutes at least usually between people. So with that thirty minutes I have time to clear my mind I have yeah. time to eat um I have time to make calls and respond to emails and text messages and stuff from clients so that's something that helped with my schedule change is the fact that I do have that break um before when I don't that's when it's like very tricky for me and it's really hard because I'm kind of just like overwhelmed yeah. um with the fact that my next client's sitting there like consistently stimulated with what you're doing with clientele yeah. yeah and it's like you know in our small space we get that moment of silence in here between clients and if your client is already sitting there before because you're like right on time it's just like hard to like you know manage Brain. so yeah that's something that I have definitely changed and I don't have to deal with as much so that's nice and one reason why you're open to making your availability more or like having a longer day or more available times for clients is because you're trying to build even more clientele for potentially your new people that you're hiring. So that's why you're doing that to yourself. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm at the point where like like would you do this regularly if it was just no yeah. I mean well yes but because I'm changing and I'm hiring out I won't be doing there's like reasons anymore. to why you're doing what you're doing yeah so like that's not just a normal thing I just want y'all to know like yes. overworking yes <laughs> and that's not something I encourage at all it's not yeah it's not good it's not like i that's not a positive thing um what i'm doing right now is i am transitioning to where i'm about to give a great a great amount of my clientele to my new two hire people who i'm hiring mm -hmm. um so i'm going to be giving away a lot of clientele as well as i'm going to be switching to doing a little bit more permanent makeups hopefully um so if i am doing that then i need to kind of have the volume of people have the volume of people yeah. to give to them so that they can you know afford their bills and as well as is it can be a successful business um so i'm going through a little bit of an extra period right now yeah. where it's a little bit much for me um but it is gonna be chilled out soon yeah <laughs> and not i'm still not gonna say that it's okay and it's a smart thing to do but it is just personally what i'm doing yeah. um but again i'm not gonna encourage and say you should do this too <laughs> okay so the next question which kind of goes into what we kind of answered with the first question is how long did it take for you to replace your nine to five job so like what I was saying for the first question it took me about like six months for me personally to kind of get to the point where I was making an income that I could live off of just solely based off of my clientele so and that was it started that's when it was like consistent and it's been consistently growing since that six months so I would say if you give it your all and you do everything that you possibly can to promote and market and do everything to put yourself out there, if you give yourself six months, you should have a good amount of growth to see see the growth and see the difference. Yeah. So that's what I would have to say for that question. So what's the hardest part about being a lash artist? Um, I feel like there's... It kind of depends on what category because there's there's hard parts of being a lash artist of like actually technically doing the work. Like there's hard parts in that. And then there's also hard parts on the business side as well. So just if if you had to pick out one period, though, out of all like of what's it, the hardest thing what ever? One hardest thing is. Um, mm, I would say just the one word clients and like. <laughs> I mean that. That's like in a the worst ways. and the best. I mean, because, yes. And like, I yeah. love so many of my clients. Like, yes. I love them and I have such great conversation. I have fun. Yeah. I enjoy myself when I'm lashing them. Um, but the reason I say that is not even in a negative way, but like, I can when, really put a damper on. When clients come in, like, even just like new clients, like, a lot of them just don't even know what they want. And that's a hard part of our job yeah. is trying to, like, just dealing with another human being. Yes. And what their wants and this and is on their are. face they're paying yes. for it. they're investing in it like this costs a lot of money and time and again it's on their face so if it's too much for them they feel like they look like a drag queen they're unhappy and then if you don't do enough then they're like i want more and it's just like one of those things that's very hard because it is a very like giving job and the fact that it's like these people are very specific as they should be yeah however it's just as the lash artist it's a lot of pressure a lot of the yes, times because the when pressure. they come in here and they don't really know what they want and you kind of got to like convince them of what they want like is this what you want and then, like, sometimes you even show them photos and they can't even decide. And they're like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know either. Like, I don't know you well enough. Even if you tell me what your job is, your everyday life is, what kind of maintenance you're looking for, 
even if you tell me that, I still don't know you well enough to say, okay, this is perfect for you. Like, of yeah. course, I can make a guess, but then I'm also like wondering, like, I hope this is not too much, or yeah. I hope this is not is enough. Like, it's just one of those things that it's really, it's just so much pressure. Um, like, and then of course, just dealing with clients, period, like ones that are unhappy or ones that are have issues or um with their lashes or anything yeah. or anything like that. Just any is problems. Also a part of it. Yeah. yeah. And I think the hardest part is having to disperse yourself among all your clients like giving time to all of them and then like if several of them are reaching out to you on on times that you're not like doing an appointment with them and they're reaching out just whenever and then there's like 10 of them that are doing that it's very hard to like give out your attention to all of your clientele I mean all of your clientele equally and it just kind of takes a lot from you a lot of energy out of you to deal deal with several women (laughs) so like that is something you have to be prepared for and make sure that you're not draining out your energy so much that you have nothing in you so yeah Yeah, because you have to remember on top of making your clients happy you also have to do great work and make your a lot of that is hard yeah it's a hard you know, thing to balance sometimes some days, you know, some weeks I'm like, I feel like I do so great at it. And then some other weeks I feel like, dang, like I need to work. I don't know if I'm just not working hard enough or like if I'm over, I'm just over, I don't know what's going on. However, everybody has their off days. Yeah. 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 So it's one of those things where it's kind of like, you just got to push through, you got to bootstrap and you got to do your best always, of course. So you would say clients too? Yeah. I would say like just having to have the energy to deal with several different kinds of people all yeah. the time especially on those days when you have just personal things going yeah. on and you're like you know stressed yeah about like this personally oh yeah the hardest part of being a lash or whatever business owner is like you don't your time really isn't yours anymore yeah. like you can't take time off like you could easily some other jobs yeah so like that canceling is a like, full day of clients and rescheduling is, them and you're already crazy like that's schedule. not possible that's, yeah and then having it to work with theirs and yours like that's yeah. one of the hardest things to do like and, just the like, responsibility of it i think is the hardest just is. the responsibility of owning a business it is, is because literally you if you don't keep it running you, yeah you are the <laughs> and you're gonna be broke <laughs> you are everything you are the way the reason why it's running and if you are not running and then it's not running then everything is just gonna fall apart it's like you cannot pay your bills just having that pressure of all that responsibility is hard but I mean that's why it's like on the other spectrum of it it's very rewarding but any place that you're at comes with the opposite end so if it's more rewarding it's going to be more stressful if it's more rewarding it's going to be more responsibility more fear more all of that stuff too so just because you see somebody have have a job where you think like oh that's so rewarding there's also another back into that too so you kind of have to realize that too and even though yeah it's more stressful it's more responsibility it is more rewarding than any other job is too and I feel it is it really is and that's the thing about it though as I feel like some clients just take way more out of me than others yeah there's some who come and just lay down and go to sleep and I listen to my podcast and just do my thing and focus and then there's the clients who ask you a million questions or like want you to be super personal when you don't really want to with them and there's so many boundaries that that's like that you have to create with so many different people that it's like a lot to keep up with and you kind of yeah like you have to adjust yourself to yeah, each person each person and, and i think that takes a lot yeah. out of me because it's kind of like oh like this person i don't have to be like 
super stern with because they're they cross lines and then the next yeah. person it's like thank you because I just want to go to sleep and I can just focus and yeah. I can kind of you know I can kind of take a breath after the last person who <laughs> I had to be super stern with you know yeah. and it's like one of those things like it's like balance yeah and it's really hard to balance it because you deal with so many different personalities and people a day so and for long periods of time, like at least an hour, which an hour is a long time of talking straight with somebody while yeah. you're trying to focus on their lashes or brows or whatever you're doing at the same time as them asking you questions or telling like dumping their load on you mm-hmm. as like you're a therapist, which is very <laughs> common, happens pretty much every day. Um, so again, like I think clients are just they're amazing and I'm so grateful and yes. thankful and obviously I couldn't have this job without them um so I don't want to like sound like I'm like super just complaining about them but at the same time like it is one of the hardest parts of the job yeah. it is and that's okay yeah and there's another quick question that I want to ask Crystal what scheduling app do you use <laughs> so <laughs> if you guys have been listening to our podcast then <laughs> you know this ongoing thing with this freaking scheduling apps but I I'm now a proud acuity user. <laughs> Good gracious, I couldn't take that any longer. And if you guys are like struggling to like kind of know the differences between uh, um, scheduling apps, we do have an episode of Acuity versus Square. So <laughs> if you are wondering, I Crystal down in that one. Please read it. I mean, listen to. <laughs> if you're wondering, if you having like. Oops, if you're wondering between those two of which ones and like the benefits between both, then I advise to go listen to that. And um, yeah, it's very easy. If you're in the beginning of your career, please make sure you use something that you're going to want to use forever. And you have to kind of, it is hard. It really is hard in the beginning to know exactly what you want, but like if you can try to sit down and really think about it and like listen to other people's experience to know, okay, I don't want that. And I do want that. Then it's more easy for you because if you try to change things, you can do it, obviously, but it's just harder on you. So, yeah, I use a cutie. She is a cutie now, and so do I, of course, still. Um, yeah, listen to that podcast if you haven't because, like, I feel like Crystal Crystal was Team Square. I was Team Acuity, and it was almost like we were – competing against each other in that one <laughs> about which one was better because she was like but this but that and I was like girl no but no so, it kind of was more realization of like yeah, yeah. it helped her realize <laughs> it's, it's time to switch to well I already TV. knew but I always just had for it's just some a lot of reason work. I think it was the work amount of work because it was like your clients would have to like get yeah. used to it as yeah well. and I just had hope that square would hopefully <laughs> maybe like change some things and they did it so yeah they so. actually got worse so <laughs> <laughs> they got worse so that episode is not fully true Anymore. on some of the things because you have to pay for a lot more with square now it's just worse than what it already is in that episode so yeah. team acuity or maybe like vergaro or any of those yeah. um that that literally that episode came from our actual experience that wasn't like stuff we just found online team like versus yeah. acuity or square um so that was firsthand experience so like we can't say for vergaro and style seat and all those other ones yeah. that exist um we have never used those um however i highly do recommend acuity i love yeah. it so. but we do use square both me and natalia do use square terminals and like we take our yeah, payments, payments through square which i I will say that I do recommend that because I love the I I know Acuity does too, but like Square gives a very straightforward like reports and all of that on like your sales. So that's very important too to be tracking your reports and all that. But I don't think I I don't know what Acuity actually is because I don't even use it because I'm used to using Square. But I know Acuity probably does have something like that too. So yeah. 
Um, um, so the next question would be how much are your monthly expenses now? So I now pay $1,000 for my suite. So that right there, $1,000. And then for all of my other expenses, is probably around because I don't, I haven't even <laughs> kept track of how much I spend on Novalash every month or things like that because it's always changing. Some months you need more, some months you don't. So I would say roughly all my other expenses would probably be around a thousand and may go be going up just as you grow, you need more supplies. So it may be going up soon, but I say roughly a thousand dollars for my supplies and things like that a month. Uh, maybe a little bit more, so roughly around two to three thousand total in expenses, I would say. Yeah, so I've honestly been like kind of tracking mine. Yeah, and I would say I spend about like three to four thousand dollars a month in between product um, and rent and rent yeah. and everything together. Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Well, that's with my suite, of course. My yeah. storefront is like way different (laughs) so right now we're not doing storefront i'm gonna make an episode on just about the storefront when i'm actually in there and i have a like the actual experience of all the the payments it is yeah yeah. as of right now i don't so i don't want to like even give you a little bit i just want to give it to you all at once and Um, if you guys are new here italia is going into a storefront very soon that's what we're talking about yes we are (laughs) both in suites right now um and then we I am moving to a storefront um, and hiring out and everything. So that's something that I want to do an episode on to give a real like life experience mm-hmm. to people who are doing the same thing or are going to do the same thing. So that will come out later on um, this year, hopefully. And then as of right now, though, my monthly expenses, I would say about three or four thousand dollars, kind of just depending on how much product and stuff I have to buy, of course. Yeah. Um, but that includes rent and everything. That sounds about right, because you probably have more product yeah you have more clientele more more product i spend more on product yeah (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) so another question we had asked in the previous q a is how many clients we take in a day or a week and we kind of already answered this but as of right now i take three to four clients a day some days it's only two because i'm just not booked out yet but um so i probably take about like maybe 10 to 16 clients a week regularly. So that's kind of where Italia was back when we did this episode. <laughs> so it's crazy to think that like, I was just like, when I would hear Italia talk on the podcast, I'm like, that's so crazy to be there. Like, I can't wait to be there. And now I'm here and it's like, <laughs> it's just weird. But, and now how many clients do you take a week? Um, The amount of appointments I do in a normal week, I would say is about 30. Yeah. About 30. So, like, we both pretty much doubled since the last time we did this episode. Yeah. No less than 25. Yeah. No less than 25, but most of the time 30. Yeah, I do know. I'm looking at all my weeks. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. So, I see about 25 people a week. Or 30. Yeah. So, I do, like, no less than 10 as of right now, which... Obviously, that's not where I want to be. I want to be have more clientele a week, but to finally be in the position where I have like at least ten to fifteen clients a week, like it's nice to finally be there when I was like always wanting to have a more stable clientele. So it's just so surreal looking back on that Q and A to this Q and A, and also to see how Italia's grown too. 
And we're going to continue to do these updated episodes about the questions and answers as yeah. our business grows. I feel like <laughs> that's kind of cool because not a lot of people share numbers and things yeah. like that about how their business grows and they're very private, which I can understand. However, like as a listener, I yes. personally like listening. Yeah. And it's not even just to be like nosy about like trying to see It's just how helpful to have insight. But yeah, it's kind of see like and like I know people are like don't compare yourself to others and like yes like you shouldn't because obviously everybody's different everybody's business is different and wants different things however it's kind of like more so of like a principle to kind of just see how, what like where you're at compared to yeah. others and it doesn't have to be a negative like oh she makes more than me oh God. yeah it's not even like that it's just to kind of be like okay like you know I don't know it just gives you a better sense of my and of a idea direction of what's going. and yeah. where you can so go I don't think and... it has to be a negative thing to compare yourself yeah. to others um I obviously don't make it a big whole thing of like oh like you know negatively it doesn't have to be unless you make it that way yeah and we're giving you guys our info like real life real time it happening so it's nice to kind of if you guys are listeners of ours and you've been a listener since the first q a and you're listening to this one and then future ones it's just nice to kind of see how somebody's grown in real time exactly when they're going through it so i like seeing that so that's why i want to we want to provide this kind of insight for you guys to truly be able to kind of be in the journey with us. Yes. And I think it's really important that you guys can kind of have a, like an actual, you guys can have an actual like look at what, how the businesses are, especially when it's pretty cool because one of us will be a storefront, one of us will be a suite. Yeah. Um, and I came from a suite. So I think it'll just be kind of cool to kind of just like have some direction and towards of yeah. like, okay, this is how it could go. Obviously, it could be your experience could be completely different. However, it just gives a sense of an idea. Yeah. And just the difference of like the time frame that both me and Italia have had with our businesses. Like you can see somebody who's been doing it for five plus years and now somebody who's almost been doing it for two years. So it's like different in all those aspects, like our age of our business and where we're at and all of that. So you can have kind of a an insight on that. Right. So, I think this is the last question, right? So, last question is, what is your monthly average income? Is this, like, profit? Is this gross? Is, um, I think last time we did gross, didn't of we? just sales. Gross of sales. Sales, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll, yeah. How I mean, much you can kind of have an idea because we told you our how much expenses, our expenses yeah. are and then we're telling you. So, obviously, the only thing we're not telling you is taxes, but you can kind of just take 20, 30% of yeah. that and take that away too. And that kind of tells you how much the profit is. Yeah. Um, so, we're not going to give you, like, guys, right now, like, those detailed prices. Yeah. Um, at the end of the year, we're going to do an episode yeah. on that. Um, So, that's something that we'll do at the end of the year. On, like, but what we now, profited for the year. Yeah. Right. Right now, you guys can kind of have just a little bit of an idea Um, since we're almost to the end of the year. So, but yeah. for now, I would what say... What are your gross sales of what you bring in? It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> we asked you. You went first last time. <laughs> Um, for me right now, so it, I mean, it kind of obviously it ranges because some months I do more appointments than the others. Yeah. Some months I do more full sets than the others. I mean, it just depends. But I will say consistently around like 12.5, mm -hmm. um, the most I've made in one month so far. And right now in my suite is 14. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so 
So there was one episode that we made where you said your goal was to hit your first five, yeah, five-figure month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you did that. So ever since you did that, have you ever went below that? No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's only one up from there, which is So it's so cool to see that, like, from perspective of eight months ago from the last Q&A to this one. And then for me, I was making, like, I think the most I made was maybe – two or three thousand i think it was three i think it was three was it three? i thought it was five. i went no oh i was consistently making like a thousand and then that month i hit my first three, three thousand yes. like it went from one to three but job. you were working another job and stuff too. yeah so now i'm pretty much where talia was at in that video i mean that podcast so <laughs> i consistently make like seven to eight thousand mm-hmm. and i think this month i might be hitting nine thousand. Like I'm already at almost five thousand. It's been two weeks, so I'm like, that's crazy. That's the most I've ever made like that quickly, like within yes. two weeks span. And like for me to think that I'm almost at my first five figure month is like, I never like that's crazy for yeah. me to think about. Like because when you had said that as your goal, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, now that's my goal. It is just so it's so crazy to see that, and I'm so proud of both of us for the way that we've grown and yeah yeah and it it is cool to see like the like the raise in the amount um and again that's gross so that's not obviously what we're bringing yeah (laughs) (laughs) but that is something that um is really cool to still look at because the fact that as a one person business you're bringing in that much is just crazy and um so yeah it's like nothing but being proud for ourselves yeah and (laughs) and each other yeah we both work really hard and to see it kind of grow in that aspect of like the numbers like looking back on that episode compared to this episode and seeing like even if you felt like oh I haven't grown that much and then when you look at that it's like oh I actually have been growing so it's nice to see all the hard work that we do like paying off and we're consistently growing every month we grow more so yeah it's so nice and that's a rewarding part too to just see how yourself see all your blood sweat and tears kind (laughs) of pay off in like growth not even money wise but just like your business is growing so it's nice so that is all we kind of have our for q and a it's just an update of the questions that we did last time um we did leave a few out just because a lot of the other questions on that were like the beginning beginner questions and now we're not at the beginning anymore so we can't really answer those since we're not at the beginning anymore um However, now we um, hope so that crazy. you guys can listen to that episode again and then listen to this one and just kind of compare so you guys can see that in just eight months how much you can grow. Um, it depends how hard you work and how consistent yeah. you are, of course, and how many clients you take a day. All these things, you know, depend on this. And again, this is for us in Virginia and the type of lashes we yeah. do. It's so much that and goes into it. This but- is me and Italia putting in like a lot of work like this isn't just something we do on the side so and if you guys enjoy these q a or if you guys have like different questions you guys want to ask us so that we can answer the questions you have please message us or dm us all of our socials are at lash girls need love too you can also leave us a review and let us know if you do like these q a's so that we know that so we can continue to kind of do more episodes like this and keep you guys updated and we will see you guys next week that's all we have for you today and as always thanks for listening follow us on our socials at lash girls need love too and please support us by following and rating us wherever you get your podcast 
and feel free to reach out to us or leave us any suggestions and we will see you guys next week bye